Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the QLips English Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to QLips. You're listening to Simplified Speech, the QLips series that features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about. Interesting topics. And today, to help me with this episode, I'm joined by my co host, Suzanne. Hello there, Sue. Hey there, Andrew. And hi, listeners. Today, we have a really fun topic. We're going to talk about the Olympics. Yeah, that's right. The Summer Olympics are happening this year, finally, after being delayed. For a year due to the COVID pandemic, but they're happening this year, Suzanne, in Tokyo. And I thought this would be a perfect opportunity for us to sit down and think about the Olympics a bit, chat about the Olympics a bit, and maybe talk about some of our favorite Olympic sports and memories. That sounds awesome. I love sports and Olympic sports. But before we get started, Andrew, Let's give a shout out to one of our listeners from Taiwan. We have Benny Ye, and Benny left us a positive review and a five star, we love that, rating on Apple Podcasts. Benny wrote, Awesome English podcast, five stars. It's very interesting and educational. I highly recommend it. So if Benny recommends it, You know that you're in the right place listening to us. Wow. Thank you so much for that awesome raving review, Benny. We really appreciate it. And listeners, leaving a positive review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to Culips, like could be Stitcher or Castbox, anywhere. Leaving a nice review and a five star rating just helps more English learners around the world find Culips and learn English with us. So, if you could spare a moment to leave us a review and a high rating on your favorite podcast app, we would really, really appreciate your support. And thanks to everyone who has been leaving us reviews, such as Benny, who we featured here today. Suzanne, did you know that there is a study guide for this episode? Well, now I do, and that sounds pretty cool. What <laughs>、yeah. about this study guide, Andrew? <laughs> well, the study guide that we make for all of our Culips episodes is designed for everyone to really get the most out of studying and learning English with us. In the study guide, there's a transcript. There are detailed vocabulary explanations and real world examples. There's a quiz and more. And for anyone who's interested in following along with the study guide while you listen today, you can get it by becoming a Culips member. And when you're a Culips member, you get lots of amazing perks. There is a small Fee to join, but once you're a member, then you get unlimited access to all of our study guides, an invitation to our monthly live stream and mini lesson, exclusive access to the fluency files, and there are more benefits as well. So to sign up and become a member, 
just visit our website, qlips.com. All right, so let's get into it and start talking about the Summer Olympics, which are happening this year in Tokyo. A bit of a unique Olympics because it's still, you know, in the midst of the COVID pandemic and there will be no spectators at this year's Olympics, no people in the stadiums watching the sports go down and happen, but we can still watch at home. And I guess a good place to start this conversation would be to ask you the question, Sue, if you're a fan of the Olympics. Uh, The Summer Olympics happen every four years. Do you tune in and watch when they're happening? I do, Andrew. I really love sports in general, and I really enjoy the competition and watching people do their thing. They've worked so hard. They've trained so hard. And to watch them perform and to achieve their goals, wow, that's just a really, really exciting thing. Yeah, I love watching the Olympics. How about you? Yeah, I'm a fan of the Olympics as well. I love the Summer Olympics. I also really enjoy the Winter Olympics. Obviously, coming from Canada, Canada is stronger at the Winter Olympics. So usually those are a little bit more exciting to watch because we win more medals. But we still do okay at the Summer Olympics usually, and we're competitive in some sports. In general, I'm just a competitive person, so I like winning and I like watching my country win. So it's good when we can compete and when we can win. Sue, what are some of your favorite Olympic sports to watch? I really love watching gymnastics, like the women's gymnastics. Uh, That's always a favorite. And in the winter, I really love the figure skating too. But if we're focusing on the Summer Olympics, I really, really enjoy the gymnastics. I come from a dance background. So for me, gymnastics and the artistry involved really, really appeal to me. And I also lived in Houston for junior high and high school where they had the very famous ranch and training center for the women's gymnastics team. And I was friends with some of them. So I actually had mutual friends and we would hang out. And so I became a big, big fan of women's gymnastics because of that. So yeah, I would say I love the gymnastics. And I also really love the swimming. Mm, Swimming. (laughs) Now, you like figure skating in the winter, gymnastics in the summer, and I have to assume that you like synchronized swimming then as well. Is that true? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I do like synchronized swimming. It's not my favorite, but I definitely am in awe of it. It's a lot more challenging than I think we give it credit for. It's quite challenging, synchronized swimming. It's got to be one of the strangest sports at the Olympics, I think. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure it's very challenging to do. 
They're amazing athletes to be able to swim that well and to contort their bodies underwater and move in tandem and in sync with all the other members of the group. It's like they're some kind of mermaid. (laughs) It's really incredible. And also think about those athletes. They must be so dedicated because as far as I know, and I might be wrong about this, but as far as I know, there's no money in synchronized swimming, right? Like those athletes are probably not getting Nike deals or sponsorships from big athletic companies. Oh, and Andrew, something I'm really excited about this year is that rock climbing is going to be a part of this Summer Olympics. Did you know that? I knew that and then I forgot and I'm glad you reminded me because (laughs) that's really cool. I love rock climbing and there's a, a kind of rock climbing that will be featured in this Olympic Games in Tokyo which is a kind of speed rock climbing. It's almost like a race and it's really exciting to watch. And uh, I'm in awe of those athletes. They are incredible. They can climb up the face of a wall probably faster than I could run the same distance. It is remarkable. (laughs) It is remarkable. And when you watch them, I don't know if you feel this way, but for me, I feel like I'm watching a Spider-Man, like a real-life Spider-Man climb the wall. Mm -hmm. And it's really quite impressive how fast they go up the wall. One thing that's interesting about the speed climbing event is that they have what's called a standard wall. So the grips and the holds for the hands are in a set formation so they can practice this standard wall over and over and over again which helps them to be faster and you know really break records in speed for ro- that rock climbing event which is cool well we'll have to keep our eyes open for the speed climbing events i'm sure that will be an exciting one to watch now suzanne Thinking back on Olympic history, uh, do you have like a favorite Olympic memory from the past that you could share with us? You're lucky that you're an American because there are so many great American Olympians. You got so many moments to choose from. You're right. I, I do have to say, I mean, I think the American teams are usually very privileged, right? Because there's a lot of money that's poured into their support. And there are many countries that have extremely talented athletes that do not get the funding and backing that many Americans do get. And so I want to acknowledge that because that's why I think a lot of uh, medals go to the U.S., in the Summer Olympics because I think that they have more resources. Yeah, I think so. I think the States is perfectly positioned. You guys have a lot of things going for you. You have a big population. You have a country that really loves sports. You have an amazing college athletic system. And 
You have big athletic companies, you're a prosperous country, you have lots of money to spend on sponsoring amateur athletes. So yeah, compared to some other countries, I mean, a lot of that is similar in Canada as well, but we have a much smaller population, right? So we can't exactly. compete on that level. Yeah, it's true. Uh, one of my favorite Olympic memories was from 1996. And I was telling my wife about this just the other day. There was a Canadian runner named Donovan Bailey, who won the Olympic gold medal and broke the Olympic record and the world record in the 100 meter dash. Yeah. And in my opinion, that is always the creme de la creme, the height of the Olympic summer games is the 100 meter dash. And I remember watching that as a kid and just being so enthralled. We actually went on to win the four by 100 uh, meter race in track and field as well. So that was just a really exciting Olympic memory for me. Uh, unfortunately, Donovan Bailey's record got broken later when Usain Bolt came onto the scene and just blew all of the records out of the water. He was such an amazing athlete. So that was maybe the peak of Canadian Summer Olympic performance. And uh, it's a, a sporting moment that I'll never forget, at least. And uh, hopefully one day Canada can top the podium for the 100 meter dash sometime in the future. It's funny that you say 1996, because I remember when the US women's gymnastics team won the gold in 1996 as a team for the first time in a while. And some of my friends at the time were on that team. Like I had mentioned earlier, I was friends with some of the members. So that was really, really special. And I felt like they were really not just representing the US, but also my city, right? The city of Houston, Texas. So we were all um, cheering them on. And I was hanging out with a few other mutual friends of the team. And we were just so proud. We had a personal investment in their success. So that was really something. Yeah, that's amazing to be so close to the athletes like that and to know some of them personally. That yeah. is a really, really special experience that must have been so electrifying to be a part of that back in 1996. And also those Olympics were in the US, right? They oh, were in right. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Yes. The atmosphere must have been incredible. Yes. That is totally right. I forgot all about that. Yes. Suzanne, we're going to wrap it up here in just a moment. But before we do, I have a question for you. I know, mm -hmm. Suzanne, that you have uh, a close connection to several countries, to the USA, obviously, where you're from, yep. to Canada, where you live, and also your fiance's country. He is from France. So you have a connection to, to France as well. So Let's do a little thought experiment here. Let's say that uh, Canada and the USA are competing for the gold medal in the women's gymnastics or the gymnastics competition. Gymnastics. Who do you cheer for? Who do you cheer for? Well, I, I have to be honest. Like Because Simone Biles, who I adore, I mean, she's just fierce 
an incredible athlete and an incredible human being. I would really just root for her on whichever team she was on. So I would have to say, since she's on the U.S. team, I would root for the U.S. team in the women's gymnastics. (laughs) How about you, Andrew? You also represent different countries. So what would you do in that case if you have maybe South Korea against Canada? What would you do? Yeah, thankfully... The two countries don't really compete in the same events. Like That's true. Uh, Korea is really strong in archery and ping pong and badminton. And those sports aren't really popular in Canada and we don't really play them very much. So we don't have strong athletes in those sports. So it's great. I can cheer for the Koreans when they're doing their thing and I can cheer for the Canadians <laughs> when the Canadians are doing their things. And uh, I don't really have to be divided like that, except in the Winter Olympics, I have some problems because Canada and South Korea are both very strong, short track speed skating nations. And they do compete against each other in the Winter Mm. Olympics. So I have to be careful who I cheer for. You know, really, I I said I'm competitive and I do like to win. But at the end of the day, I'm just happy when the best wins and, you know, whoever earns the win, then that's fine with me. So I'm just happy to see some good competition, some good athleticism and just enjoy the events. All right, listeners. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I know, Suzanne, that we have listeners from all over the world tuning in right now. So everyone, I just have to say good luck during this year's Summer Olympics to your team and to your athletes. I hope everyone has a great time participating in this year's Olympics. And for our Japanese listeners, I'm sorry that these Olympics don't get to be the Olympics that you probably dreamed of, but don't worry. Everyone around the world will still be tuning in and we are supporting all of the athletes because we know it's a very unique time and a very interesting and different Summer Olympic Games this year. If you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoy listening to Qlips in general and find us helpful for improving your English, then we would really appreciate it if you could support us. And there are many ways that you can do that. The best way is by signing up and becoming a Qlips member on our website, qlips.com. But that's not the only way. You can also tell your friends who are learning English to check us out follow us on social media we're most active on instagram and youtube these days and finally you could leave us a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app and if you want to get in contact with us if you have any questions or maybe some great ideas for new episodes feel free to contact us directly by email at contact at culips.com. We love to hear from you, so don't be shy. 
That's it for us today, but we'll be back soon with another brand new QLips episode, and we'll talk to you then. Take care, everyone, and goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>